This podcast is brought to you by High Five Tom, a proud family member of Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Visionaries Global Media, envisioning excellence on a global scale. And honored to be part of The following is brought to you in association with and from a proud partner of The Shining Wizards Network. Entertainment here. High Fivers, your boy High Five Tom. Uh, but as you can see in the description, uh, this is a watch along, so you know I'm not alone. Um, I've got my very good friend here and my co-host here uh, for Ring of Honor Revelry, Will. Will, how are you this evening? Uh-oh. Yeah, I'm just doing my best to remain the top dog in the SWN, you know what I'm saying? I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm picking up what you're putting down. Uh, but we also have our good friend, uh, pretty much the third member of our triumvirate, Mr. Uh, the Irish Misfit, Mr. Brendan. Brendan, how are you? I'm doing good, man. I'm happy to be here. Work is driving me insane, so nights like this, uh, nights like this are needed. Good, good. Works. Yeah. Well, we are not alone, gentlemen. We brought in our good friend, uh, fellow Shining Wizards podcast Discord member, former guest of Ring of Honor Reverie, uh, current co-host of the '90s Nostalgia Hour. Mr. David Henry Mauer III, someone who's actually slept at my house, uh, slept through a tornado at my house. But uh, David, how are you, my friend? I'm good, man. That was a that was a crazy time. Just... I know. I was like, I'm like, I don't think there's going to be a tornado. I'm like debating, like, pick him up? Do I not? I don't think so. I'm Wait, like, when was that tornado? Oh, that's not when David came to visit us. Remember? And... <laughs> No, you were at work. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you were at work. And then all the people at the brewers had to like hide out in this. Yeah, but I was like debating. I'm like, I've like went outside. I'm like, well, I can't find the cats. Cats are scared. Good <laughs> not work. I'll always try to sleep through it. Yeah. So every time I think of a tor- tornado signal goes off, I think about you, David. So um but uh, <laughs> if you listen to Raring of Honor Revelry episode 1.91, uh, which Will and I literally recorded about 20 minutes ago, um, we did not do Brundon's question of dishonor this week. Um, so, Brundon, if you would like to actually give us said question um, this week and the, the four of us can answer. All right. So I believe I am almost prepared. Let's okay. see. I did just bring this on Brundon about 38 seconds ago. So. 39, but who's counting? Uh, so my question this week, it was, if you are making a ROH Legends house with anybody in any time of Ring of Honor history, who would be your seven guys? All right. So anybody, well, 
Yeah, pretty much any wrestler you would want. Manager, schmuck from ringside, anything. <laughs> Ooh, there are schmucks. Kind <laughs> of um, uh, work himself into the uh, lineup. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good call. I'm far from legend. <laughs> Now, obviously, I was on my, um, as my good friend Mr. Diesel likes to put it, my my wrestling rum springer. Um, so WWE did this, obviously, right? Yeah, yeah. I remember it had like I never watched it actually. Me, Gene. I, I don't. Yeah, me, Gene. Uh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Uh, well, Hillbilly Jim. Maybe Briscoe. I can't remember. But those are the ones I specifically remember. I thought maybe Jimmy Hart too, but I could be wrong. So probably yeah, he Jimmy was, Hart. He was in there. Jimmy Hart was in there. I did watch the first season. Okay. Did they do a couple seasons? I think so. Um, I could be wrong. I I'm gonna look it up real quick because I'm not sure. Oh, I bet you it's on the cock somewhere. But man, Gene, <laughs> I would have loved to party that guy. Yeah. Because you ever read a book? Um. Not that I know of. Yeah, if anybody I know that would like to eat a book or read a book, I mean, Keenan's coming up there. That's what I'm going to be reading eventually. But did Jimmy Hart ever write a book? I think he did, right? I don't know. I remember he was up uh, of all places to be. He was signing autographs at a GCW tournament survival I went to. So I assume it was uh, he was doing a book. Yeah, because he, he wasn't a... on the show. He was just signing. Yeah, he did a. Um... Not a meet and greet, a, a seminar for ICW a couple of years ago. And I paid it. I'm like, hey, obviously I'm not a wrestler. I just said, man, that's obviously a paid for everything. So I got to like give him watch him give advice to everybody. Well, super nice guy. Yeah, he so, t- he seems like a great guy. Yeah, for some odd reason, Marty Shinetti no showed. Oh, that's a weird, you know. So, <laughs> um, so Legends House only had one season. And uh, Jimmy Hart does have a book. It's called The Mouth of, Mouth of the South, The Jimmy Hart Story. How to get that. Did, so did he write that himself? Uh, it says author Jimmy Hart on Amazon, so that's what I'm guessing. Okay, nice. cool. Yeah, because some of those WWE books are eh. Like Pat Patterson's book was... The first half was really good, but then you could definitely tell it was starting to be ghostwritten by WWE writers once he got to WWE. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a little disappointed in that book. So, Freddie Blassie's book was actually really good. Heard that? Yeah, yeah, that's one of my favorites of all time. I've reread that probably a dozen times. Yeah, I'm gonna get that Blood and Stone book that's in my list, and then uh, I gotta get the Bret Hart doc, so I gotta get that one out of the way. So, all right, but do you guys have your seven legends of Ring of Honor? I do, yeah. All right, Dave, you want to go first? Yeah, I'll start. Um, mine is only going to be, I would say it would be like a one season, you know, all the hits in one season type of thing like WWE did. Um, these are no particular order, but uh, Brian Danielson, for sure, got to be there. Um, Seth Rollins, I know he's with, uh, what was he, Tyler Black? Was that his name in, in Ring of Honor? Okay. Um, CM Punk, he would bring all the drama to the Legends house. Um, <laughs> no way No, got nothing but plastic cops though nothing but plastic cops in that whole house <laughs> uh, Kevin Owens of course um, now 
The next one I had written down was AJ Styles, but I think I'm going to swap out AJ Styles right here for for El Generico, Sami Zayn, whatever, whatever you want to call him. Nice. I can't put one of them in there and the other one not in there. Like, I'm thinking about it right now in the moment. The best buddy dynamic on on the show would be amazing. They got to be um, roommates too. They do. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna kick AJ Styles off as much as I hate to do it, but uh, then I have um, Adam Cole and Christopher Daniels. Christopher Daniels, I think, is. A little underappreciated. I know he's older now. He's not, you know, the guy that he used to be. <clears throat> Excuse me, the guy that he used to be. But he was doing crazy stuff at the same time as all of these guys that I name. Um, I, I think he's one of the best Ring of Honor's ever had. Yeah, easily. Yeah. When did he, when did he come back to Ring of Honor? Do you remember, Rundin? Because he just he was back when I started watching Seventeen. So I can't... Uh, it was at him and uh, Kazarian. Whenever they left uh, Impact, so I want to say around either fourteen or fifteen, because they yeah they came in and uh, probably fifteen. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, we got that to look forward to. But well, David, that was an awesome fucking list. I mean, you really can't. I mean, yeah. I forgot to ask Brendan. Can these people? Do they still have to be alive? No. No. Not at all. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. All right, Will, do you have a list by any chance? I do. I don't know if I'll top that one, but I've got cheeseburger. Oh. I picked cheeseburger, punk, Mark Briscoe, because how how can you not have Mark Briscoe? Subtitles at the ready. Uh. I also had Homicide, Kevin Steen, Truth Martini, and Brian Danielson. Wow. I did. I initially had Carrie still on there because I feel like Carrie's everywhere and like he's like shown to really be part of that crew. But I'm like, I kind of want Homicide in there. Just kind of just react to everybody else. Someone gets out of line, homicide stabs them. <laughs> yeah. All right, Brandon, I know you texted us your list, but what was your list? So I went for kind of a, a mix of straight lace and uh, funny guys. So mine included uh, Prince Nana, <laughs> uh, Sweet and Sour Larry Sweeney. Yeah. R.I.P. 12 Large, uh, CM Punk, Jimmy Jacobs, Mark Briscoe, PCO, and Davey Richards. Hmm. Just because I feel like Davey Richards, you room him with like Nana or Sweeney, and they just drive him nuts the whole show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or even Mark Briscoe. <laughs> I mean... Mark Mark is a legend, but I mean he is. He is a, he is a national treasure. Has he been on TV at all recently or no? He's still hurt. Oh really? Yeah. Rest I up. would like to. You know what? I, I we should keep a count and see how many of my questions the answer becomes Mark Briscoe. <laughs> <laughs> well, it'd be easier just to count on what uh which answers Mark are. Briscoe is always answered. <laughs> 
All right. Well, I got my list, and I kind of cheated in the first two because, I mean, it's Legends House. Um, but it might be two of the biggest legends to ever walk the ring by ourselves. Um, and I think they'd be really funny as the straight laced people because the rest of these guys are just fucking nut jobs. Uh, but I got Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Uh, hey, he, uh, I'm doing hand quotes, wrestled for hmm. ROH. Um, you know, and then the reason I asked if they could be dead or alive, so I just said Bruno Sammartino. Oh, jeez. Make Tony proud. You know, so I, I mean, it, it just fit. And then he's been a Ring of Honor, you know, since Will and I have been watching. So, um, my next person, though, uh, speaking of nut job, choking everybody out, you got to have Samoa Joe in there. Um, but I know everybody picked Mark because he's a national treasure. But I'm like, well, I just want someone to get a drink beer and uh, fuck around. So I picked Jay Briscoe. Mm. Um, and then uh, for a funny guy, but kind of straight laced, you know, silver. So Jay. You know, Jane Colt, or I actually picked Colt Cabana. Um, and besides Mark Briscoe, the second most popular answer in ours is Jimmy Jacobs. You can't go wrong with Jimmy Jacobs. But my seventh and the the wild card, the one that's going to get us the fucking ratings, boys, the gentleman that kept puking off the cage for the, the main event spectacle, Mr. Oh. Teddy Hart. I didn't even think of that. You know, if we hadn't watched that thing with Kyle recently, I wouldn't even thought of it. But I mean, talk about a ratings bonanza with Teddy fucking Hart on your TV show. So, room Teddy Hart with Bruno San Martino and the ratings go through the roof. <laughs> Another five thousand dollar idea right there. So. There it is. We are fucking just printing out fucking five thousand dollar checks like it's going out of style. Um, well, Brendan, thank you. We get to thank you in person this time. Uh, hopefully you didn't mind that we left your question when I were kind of pressed for time this week. It's all uh, good. Yeah, that worked pretty good. So, but yeah, David, that was an awesome list. Thank you, by the way. Yeah, now I don't you. have to listen to your episode this week. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> long. So, <laughs> as long as you hit that marked as played button, we're good to go. <laughs> and honestly, I have no idea how many listens we have or where or you know. So I've never. The only way I can check is on SoundCloud, so I don't care. We're just glad that you guys are all here. So, um, so real quick, Skippy. Um, before we hit the play button, does everybody have the match queued up somewhere? Yeah, I have it. Yep. Okay. Um, but obviously, we are going to be going over a match three out of the four of us have not seen. Uh, one of us has seen in person. I uh, bet you guys could probably guess who that is. Um, but uh, Mr. David Henry Butler III, why did you pick uh, the insane collar dog, dog collar match between CM Punk and Raven? Uh, because CM Punk is one of my top three favorites all time. Sure. Um, yeah. I know it's like a, I don't know, that's in some circles I feel like that's a pretty common take, and in others I feel like it's a pretty controversial one. But um, yeah, he's just one of my favorites of all time, and I don't have a ton of knowledge of um, Ring of Honor or indie wrestling before, like, 2012, to be honest. Um, so when you asked me if I wanted to do this, I just looked up, uh, like, what some of people's favorite matches of his were from pre-2012 Ring of Honor. And this is one that I just kept seeing over and over and over again on, on different lists. So, like, okay, I guess I'll watch that one. Yeah. And obviously, it's pretty topical because I mean, there were a bunch. I mean, I have not seen this match. Will has not seen this match, so I thank you for that. This is definitely a very fun list I wanted to watch. 
Uh, but I know there's a lot of callbacks, I believe, to that um, dog bar match he had with MJF. Mm -hmm. I've heard that, yeah. So, yeah, so CM Punk's your third favorite wrestler, huh? Uh, I don't know if he's third, but he's in the top three. Like, the top three is kind of, yeah. they all just kind of float around and take up whatever number they need to at any given time. Yeah. You think he's showing up a Survivor Series? I don't know. I don't um I don't pay too much attention to uh like behind the scenes stuff with wrestling. I find that I enjoy it more if I don't. Okay. It's hard. Yep. It's hard to in this world, especially in the Shining Wizards Discord, but <laughs> I try not to. Yeah, people tend not to use that spoiler spot in their sports too, so uh, <laughs> yeah. I just can't I just can't see him doing it, but you know, weirder things have happened, so yeah, he sued it's the true. company, but then right. again, so did Sable. Yeah, we'll sold the Ultimate Warrior. The Ultimate Warrior, yeah. well, Bret Hart and the Ultimate Warrior were, were probably two of the biggest ones. The only person I am about 98% sure will never, ever come back to WWE is Ryback. I think he's the one person they may never, ever have come back. Him and Randy Savage. If he was alive, he still wouldn't have came back. <laughs> you think he fucks Stephanie? I hope so. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny you brought up Ryback. I haven't thought about him in ages. And like, it's a good thing. I, I agree. I forget that he exists most of the time. And then every yeah, once in a while, so. I'll, I'll just be scrolling through TikTok every once in a while. And he'll be live just saying some of the craziest shit you've ever heard in your life on TikTok. And I'll stop for like 30 seconds and check it out and then just keep going. My favorite uh, thing is when he pops up on Twitter and somebody will always send a, a screenshot of his poll where he put like, oh, you want me to show up in WWE, AEW and retire and retire got like 80% of the votes. Yeah, it wasn't a little higher. Uh, yeah, it might have been. That's crazy. Yeah, I think he might be the one person that might never, ever come back to WWE. Yeah. I mean, say what you will about Vince. He's a fucking nut job, but I, I he whatever is best for business, and he's all about it. So I, I give him credit for that. So maybe That's not cool. Teddy Hart either. He was signed twice. You think people would even care? Like, I mean, does the WWF crowd even know Teddy Hart at all? Nah, not anymore. Yeah. Well, there was the, the, the doc on Peacock. That's true. That's yeah. right. Because Savage got into the Hall of Fame finally, right? He did, yeah. Yeah, he did. That's fucking ridiculous. His, Lan uh, his brother, Lanny, uh, oh, right. Right. I mean, and, uh, the Wizards uh, got his speech the day before. I remember yeah. that. Thing. Oh, wow. Okay. That's what, that's what I thought. Yes, so. sir. That was very cool. I mean, right here, no matter what he did, he's literally, I mean, probably top five greatest WWF people ever. Yeah. Maybe I'm just a All right. Well, I think that's all I got. Um, but yeah, Will, do you have any uh, memories or thoughts of this match that you've never seen before? <laughs> No, I think it's funny because when, because um, we kind of 
set this ball in motion a little while ago. And there's an Instagram account I follow about this day in New England pro wrestling history. Love it. And they talk about one of the follow-up <laughs> that I believe if you look up CM Punk Raven also comes up, the House of Horrors match. Um, I heard it's terrible. <laughs> it, that match was so bad. <laughs> They had to do a rematch a couple of weeks or a couple of weeks later to truly end their feud and do it wow. do a cage match just a straight up cage match. No fucking way. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine being so, uh, so bad right. like this match was so bad we have to do it again. Yep. I'm glad they did too cuz I was at the rematch also. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait till uh, what's the uh, apron bump does that uh, does the uh, he should be coming up on that clockwork orange house of fun cage match pretty soon. Yeah, shout out to Kyle. I mean, sorry yeah, this time, but <laughs> so Brandon, this is that. gonna be uh, like my my first Raven match really. Because other than this, I've only seen Raven. I think on an episode or two of like Sunday Night Heat. Huh. Okay. He was the king of heat. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, because you didn't see any ECW, Will. I didn't even think of that. Or Impact, I guess, right? Yeah. yeah. No, I, I dabbled with Impact, but he wasn't in Impact at the time. Yeah, because Raven was the one. Him and Abyss were the ones that pretty much that. What's that fucking crazy match they do? Monster Ball. Yeah, where they lock him in, a, where they lock him in right. 24 hours. Yeah, it was like him, Abyss... Uh, I want to say the first one was those two, Jeff Hardy and maybe Samoa Joe or Monty Brown. It might have been Monty Brown. The bounce. So, um, do, do you have any memories of Raven at all? Yeah, I remember seeing him in um, ECW when I was a kid. Um, when it was in its heyday, like 98, 99, um, I used to sneak into my parents' bedroom because they had uh, one of those cable boxes where you got all the channels. And uh, I would sneak into their bedroom late at night when I knew it was on, and my dad would fall asleep with the TV on. He would be snoring loud as hell. So I could just grab the remote and change the channel. Nobody knew I was in there. That's so awesome. I would, just, I would just put on ECW in the middle of the night and watch Raven and Sabu and RVD and all those guys. It was good. I love it. <laughs> David's just rolling the nat 20 on the sneak check. Just walking right in, changing the channel. Oh, I, I've heard people sneaking into the living room, but not sneaking into your parents' bedroom while they're sleeping. I guess I never, I guess I never really realized how absurd it is until I just said it out loud. I would have done the same thing. Oh, oh. Like, my ribs hurt. We haven't even started watching this fucking video yet. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> I, I don't know if, if that can be topped. Nah. Um, and I just love how casual you are. You're about, I'm like, yeah, we just snuck in. I mean, like, it's a normal thing, you know, so. It, it was to me, I guess, because I used to, <laughs> I used to always be watching stuff that I shouldn't be watching, even like in my own bedroom. Um, do you remember on older TVs? Uh, there was like a return button and it would go back to the last channel you were on if yeah. you hit yes. it. 
So I would have it on like whatever cartoon channel, didn't matter which one. Then I would go to the channel that had the thing on that I wasn't supposed to be watching. And I would listen intently for somebody to be coming up near my door. And I would just have my finger over the button. So I was always doing stuff I shouldn't have been doing. So I, I guess to me, it just seems normal. Yeah. That's I a mean, normal but, kid, man. <laughs> that, that's in your room, but it's not in your parents' own room. It's true. My dad just snores like so loud and he always slept with the TV on like pretty loud. So like you could be fairly loud and still get away with it. Like you didn't have to tiptoe. Like I had brought food in there with me and drinks before. And <laughs> like, <laughs> like never anything crunchy or like bags of chips or anything, but like, you know, stuff I could eat that was soft, like fruit snacks or drinks with no ice, whatever. Oh, that's that's fucking great. I'm just yeah, I'm just pick yeah, with your little you know portable TV tray, you know. Uh, oh. oh. See here, I thought I was slick, right? With the old turn the TV off, pop the tape in the VCR, and you hit record before mm -hmm. you go to bed and you keep it on the DL. But man, that's Dan Henry Bauer out here, like a like a yeah. Skyrim character, just. Walking straight up to somebody and being like, yoink. <laughs> oh. Oh. oh, my ribs hurt. Oh. Oh. I never realized how I good it was. Easter. I, that's a, I get it now. Yeah. That's a, that's a tip, tip of the cap to you. Yeah. That, I mean, it's stories oh, like man. that why, why I, at least myself, I don't mean to speak to everybody else, but that's why I podcast. But I mean, you're not going to hear stories like that anywhere else. So. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, huh. Brandon, you did that picture come through? Oh, it sure did. I was right. David and Will, did you guys see that? Uh no. I'm doing uh zoom on my phone, so I did not see it. Alex Shelley's wrestling Josh Alexander at the aforementioned Bond for Glory show. I can't go because it's my wife's birthday. Ah. Uh, Jesus. It's a oh. uh, this show is going to be like all the best of Tom matches he's going to miss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my, my buddy Tristan do this going just texting. Well, I need texting me the Osprey and Mike Bailey too, so at least he's softened the blow there. <laughs> Eric Dillinger is going to uh, debut there. <laughs> I think Matt Fitch is probably going to come back. Yep. Jake something I'm sure is on the show. Oh, such a rough life I've got, gentlemen, here. Yep. <laughs> right. Um, God, I go back to where? There we go. All right, Pirates are up five to four. Well, you guys want to press play on this before uh, before I fall out of my chair again? So, yeah. Uh, that, that anecdote's great, David. I can't tell you. I, yeah, you just made my week, and that's saying a lot. <laughs> oh, man. That's good. I really needed this. Yeah. Like that that's even funnier than my boy uh my boy uh Tommy told me he shakes hands and slaps his leg he's so indie, so <laughs> it's still a good one. Yeah. But everyone's got the YouTube link here that Brendan followed for us. Yep. 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 All right, let's press pray at three, two, one. <laughs> 
The Shining Wizards is the greatest wrestling podcast of all time. Don't believe me? Tune in and check us out. We laugh, we cry, we interview some of the greatest people in professional wrestling, and we have some of the greatest segments of all time, including everyone's favorite wrestling game show, Can You Beat That? We're live 6.50 p.m. East on Monday night on all social media platforms, and we're with you wherever you go on every single streaming and podcasting platform as well. Check us out. Go over to ShiningWizards.com and join us for some wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. What's up, folks? It's your boy, the Impact Player, Mr. Philly Ray, inviting all of you to check out the Turnbuckle Throwbacks Wrestling Podcast. Join us as we cover all things current in the world of pro wrestling, as well as paying homage to the old school, the squared circle. So listen in and find out why we are the recognized symbol of excellence in sports entertainment broadcasting. Find us on all social media platforms and anywhere you get your podcast from. And as always, we are the proudest members of the Shining Wizards Network and Rant Entertainment Media. The Mark Order Podcast is the only show you need if you're looking for dedicated coverage of everything AEW on the Shining Wizards Network. Join us live on YouTube every Wednesday night at 10.15 p.m. Eastern after Dynamite to chat along with the show. If you can't join us live, listen to us on your favorite podcast platform. Follow us on all social channels at MarkOrderPod and use the hashtag JoinTheMarkOrder because if you don't find us, we will find you. G'day guys, my name is Thomas, one half of the Broadcast Podcast. With our podcast, we go back and watch wrestling events from WWE, WWF, WCW, ECW, AEW, and many other wrestling promotions. You can check us out on Twitter at the Broadcast, that's T-H-E-B-R-O-K-A-S-T, and you can also download all episodes on Apple Podcasts, CastBox, Castro, and many other podcast apps. Got 30 minutes to kill? Come check out 30 Screams or Less, where we review a horror movie in 30 minutes or less. We cover new movies and old ones, too. We'll give our honest thoughts on the movie, good or shit, as well as a rating of each one that we watch. New episodes weekly, available on the Shining Wizards Network and wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. I'm Steve. And I'm Corey. Come check us out at 30 Screams or Less. What's up, everyone? When on the Shining Wizards Network, be sure to check out Wrestling Night in Canada. If we're not recording another kick-ass podcast, or playing in punk bands, or recording kick-ass heavy metal albums, then we're sitting back, we're grabbing a couple brews, and going over everything to do in the world of pro wrestling. Because we're from Winnipeg, you idiots. If you like your music heavy, then check out Radioactive Metal on the Shining Wizards Network. For over 16 years now, Radioactive Metal has been one of the longest-running podcasts. Over the years, we've interviewed some legendary metal acts, had some awesome discussions, and cranked a hell of a lot of tunes. So join your cool Uncle Snowy and his co-host Aaron for the audio mosh pit that is Radioactive Metal here on the Shining Wizards Network. 
Are you tired of being lied to every day by the mainstream media? Do you want to know what's really going on in the world? Do you want to make up your own mind about things and not be told what to think or say? Then listen to Inconclusive Breakdown, a weekly anti-PC look at the world of entertainment and current events brought to you without censorship or filters. You can find us everywhere you listen to podcasts, BitChute, and on ShiningWizardsNetwork.com. And also, we're a proud member of the Shining Wizards Network. Yeah, Honor Club. If it only worked. <laughs> oh, this is this is the Rexplex, huh? Yeah. Hi. Rexplex was the best. It was such a great place for wrestling. This was the first ever event at the Rexplex, too. Oh, no shit? Yeah, this is... And my first ever ROH event, too. God damn. Yep. Where are you sitting? I'm in the corner behind Punk somewhere. Okay. Yeah. I think I, I had lost my chair earlier in the night, but I think I got one back by now. He gave my chair to Masada in a match, and he got put through it. Um, huh. Speaking of Masada, did I tell you who Masada's wrestling here in a couple weeks? He told Tommy. Okay, dude, okay. <laughs> You're wrestling uh, Brun and I's personal close friend, uh, Mr. Dysfunction here. That should be great. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. So, there's, yeah. So, CM Punk is accosting the, the crowd here, obviously. Oh, yeah. Nice touch there with the huge Pepsi banner in the back, too. <laughs> yeah. They, uh, the, I think it was the event before this is when he cut his uh, infamous This Is Straight Edge promo too, to hype up this match. <laughs> yep, there it is. New Jersey hates punk too. Even be. when he was a even when he was a good guy, they hated him. Guy's little fancy pants. CM shorts back then. Oh, the early two thousands. During uh, this event, the guy who was a timekeeper was a friend of my, a bunch of my friends went to high school with him. Oh, really? Yeah. And uh, he was fired in a couple of months because he rang the bell too early in a Christopher Daniels Samoa Joe title match. Danny Dorian being that big. He was awesome. I love Danny Doring. Oh, I got an ad. Oh, yeah, me too. 
YouTube ads yep. ended last uh, a couple days ago for me. I had a free. What am I doing? A month. What am I doing? A podcast with a bunch of fours over here? Yeah. <laughs> I'll pause it. <laughs> I'm too busy spending money on comic books to pay for premium YouTube. <laughs> I only pay for premium YouTube because I use the music service as well. If it was just YouTube, I wouldn't pay for it. Yeah. Well, I did react to Zoom, so not to take fucking Zoom breaks. Uh... Okay, I'm at, uh, let's see here, four minutes right now. Yeah, me too. I'll check in one second. I just had to get up for a sec, but I'm I'm listening to the promo through whoever speakers I can hear. Yeah, so for everybody at home, um, obviously CM Punk is, you know, heading up into the, into the cloud here because they, like Brandon said, New Jersey loves CM Punk and his lifestyle. Alcohol. Alcohol. Oh, skip the rest of it. Skip the Raven's entrance. Uh, why would you say that whole promo was to cover like that? Turn my mic on! Raven was so great at this point, too. What a career resurgence. Looks good. Yeah. He was off drugs and everything, too. So. He was killing it in TNA at this point, too. He was beating with Jared. So why are these two students? Uh, because Raven... Is basically, it was Raven threw away his career with drugs and alcohol, and Punk is, uh, Punk hated him for it. Punk said he reminded him of his drunk father. This got a lot of eyes on uh, ROH too. Raven was like the first like huge name, and uh, it was like a regular for them. Well, David, did the pipe bomb? Is that what got you into CM Punk, or were you into CM Punk before that? Uh, before that, but not long before that. Um, Watch your mid-drink there, sorry. What's, oh, no, you're good. I had um, I had stopped watching wrestling altogether for a little while when when Punk was doing the uh, Straight Edge Society thing. Um, so when I came back into it shortly after that is when I kind of started getting into him. Yeah, I literally missed CM Punk's entire run all together. Wow. I I was hooked from when they first brought into the WWE CW and he was like just cutting promos and like this guy looks so different. He seems mm -hmm. so cool. Yeah. He I like to when... kill switch and it's like hell yeah. I liked when uh Shannon Moore was cutting a promo once and Punk just walked up and slapped him in the face. <laughs> we are off. I like Shannon Moore a lot, too. I didn't realize he was like a WCW guy before that. Yeah. 
I just know him as Matt Hardy's flunky, basically. So. Oh, I love that. Yeah, the Matt. Uh, what they call him? Mattitude. Yeah. He was a Mattitude follower. He was an MFer. MFer. That's right. <laughs> and then he got a follower in Crash Holly. Well, I mean, I gotta, I gotta enjoy the brilliance of CM Punk running out of the ring with a dog collar. Crash Holly. And then being dragged back in. That was wonderful, yeah. Thing for the team sport on the, the court floor. It's really selling that they're they're in a gym somewhere. Elizabeth, New Jersey. I wish that place was still there. That was such a great venue for wrestling. I think it's an Ikea now or something. Huh. What is it now? Ikea. Ooh. I know exactly where that Ikea is. That's funny. Yeah, down the turnpike, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Because when I had the milk delivery job where I was delivering to 7-Elevens up North Jersey, I would go buy that Ikea every single day coming from Bordentown. <laughs> it's a small world. Ooh, Jesus. I don't know if I've ever seen somebody use somebody's hair as momentum for a Russian leg sweep. That was brutal. Definitely. You guys ever listen to um, is Raven still doing this podcast? I don't think so. I think I listened to that one for a little while, but then I got sick of it. This is how everybody's in. And he is busted wide open. Hi, Craig. AEW official Paul Turner refing this. Oh. Oh, yeah. He does look familiar. Yeah. I think Bill Apner was in the CM front Punk's row. getting his ass beat. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's a bloody mess, too. And he had that. He has that blonde hair that's just perfect. Yeah, yeah, there he is. He's back in the back here, high fiver. Sorry about that. Yeah. There's a rough one. As rough as it is, happened around Paris the last time. Holy shit. Yeah, this has been a hundred percent Raven so far. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the blonde hair just sort of like this. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a thing. If you're a good bleeder, you should have blonde hair. Marino, Raven, even Raven too. I think at one point. 
Nards plow there. You're as uh, Bobby Heenan said, you're only as tough as your balls in your eyes. <laughs> wow. Good knee. Gabe supposed to also got the white. I know. I I, I, I cut out earlier, so I'm. I'll just if, if this was brought up already. But Punk wearing the white trunks. He's got the 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 Guar outfit on. You want to wear all the white so you can show everything. <laughs> Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. They even threw the table. Yep. Nice pull on the bar than you will, by the way. That's really bracky. You guys ever seen bar in your life? Nah. No, I had a chance and I didn't. Well. Yeah, I was there. They were at a festival, and there was another band playing at the same time, and I chose the other band. And now I don't even remember who they are. They they come they come around here enough that like it, it'll happen eventually. Yeah, I do it because you never know. I mean, you're not gonna get to see Odorous. Yeah. Yeah, I've only seen them once. And it was in February. I had to take the bus home too, and I'm all just fucking drenched and fucking coming blood and everything. <laughs> Best friend SJ uh, actually saw them. She's got a she's got a picture of her covered in like blood and everything or whatever. What just completely covered afterwards? Nice. Must have been like front row. Off topic, but it'll be back on topic. But off topic. Are you guys familiar with the racing sausages in Milwaukee? With what? The racing yeah. sausages in Milwaukee? Yes. Okay. So basically, the brewers have a bunch of guys dressed up, or people dressed up as sausages in the race. Those things smell so fucking bad. <laughs> I imagine I any mascot costume would smell like that. I can't imagine what a guar costume Oh, that's yeah. true. Speaking of being covered in blood, there's a woman in the crowd in this shot who I think Punk like flipped his hair back a little while ago and she like physically recoiled. I think she got covered in blood and sweat from his hair. I think I I think I saw you that. Yeah. I don't know why my eyes were on her, but when he like flipped his head back, she like physically recoiled. It's funny, Punk, Punk is such a great leader and everything. And he was in IWA, IWA Mid-South for so long, never did death matches. Hmm. Which, good for him. Yeah. God damn. Yeah. I love creative spots like that, or creative ways to use the chain and everything in, mm-hmm. in these. Yeah. 
I mean, I will give Punk this, obviously. I mean, he's got a great mind for the history, and he is very creative. Raven was just a complete genius, too. Yeah. Is, probably still is, yeah. Jacob, Jimmy Jacobs. Raven, Jimmy Jacobs ever fucking cross paths. Ooh. Uh, I don't think so, because by the time Jacobs was in ROH, Raven was gone. And Jimmy Jacobs never really went to. Any place else but ROH, at least wrestling. Yeah. Oh, I mean, just got, I just got called up. That was right in front of me too, but I didn't see see myself. I had hair back then too. Not really. I see Brandon. <laughs> First annual best Will and I will be, will be watching the 10 year anniversary of Death by the Oh, wow. Getting the fans involved, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, they still want something wrong. Yeah, yeah. It's funny, they had a lot of matches leading up to this. And none of them were really that good, but this one, like, this was great. Ooh. Oh, God damn. Yes. I mean, there's no way to take that. No. And that hurt. I'd hate be. I'd hate to be the people who have to play uh, basketball the next day on this. Oh, no, Rad. Yeah, I'm at 19 minutes. Well, I see a handsome man in there somewhere.
I banged on that on those barricades so much that night that my thumb went numb. Yeah. <laughs> Got to be careful, Brendan. Those are dangerous weapons. They are. I learned it that night. Yeah, that fucking bleacher spot was nasty. That was. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Punk taking the mic, pulling the old. Uh, or, he has a mic, or, or no, that was a chain. Need my eyes check. Big, that's a heavy duty chain, too. Yeah, that probably sucks a lot getting hit by that. Yeah. It's like uh, Brody when he was talking about the doll, uh, the doll car match that he did with Cody was talking about the chain. And he's like, Yeah, he's like, it has to be a chain that was good for TV, which meant it had to be fucking heavy. It had to be huge so people could see it. So there's, a, there's no good way to, to walk around or swing it around. or <laughs> Yeah. Jim Ross used to say, how do you fall off a 50 or 20-foot ladder? There's an awkward landing there. Oh. Punk doing his best Jerry Lawler compensating during the match. Yeah. Can tell you or uh, tell you Blanchard and Megan PA. <laughs> I gotta dig up one day. Uh, I think it was the first Starcade they had Valentine versus uh, Piper, the dog collar match. You ever seen that match? I've never seen that one actually. Yeah. I've seen the pictures of it. Vintage Raven with the clothesline there. Building's obviously big enough to be an idea, then, huh? 
Yeah, this place was huge. There was other rooms in it and everything, too. You gotta buy a building, guys. <laughs> I think it had this. I think it had. Uh, it definitely had a soc indoor soccer field. And you got an ice rink, all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, this is fucking brutal. Yeah. Pandemic, guys. Pandemic. Mm. <laughs> I got a pretty thick stomach, but I just can't stand it. Yeah, I'm not a fan of it either. Before Corona. Hold on, what's going to happen here? <laughs> All right. You guys did see Paul Turner get leveled, or am I a little behind you guys? Rest in peace, Paul Turner. Yeah. yeah. I love the Raven effect. Hulk Cabana is a kind of baddish guy? Yeah. He had turned on uh, him and Raven uh, tagged against Punk and A Steel recent. Maybe like two or three shows before that. Hey, kids, it's Danny Dory. Original audio muted. Do you guys get that too? Yeah. So, yeah, are you still coming out to license music, huh? Hmm. All right. Was that it? That was it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shoot. Oh yeah, that's right. That was a three count. Yeah, he still came out to uh, AW's uh, Misery. Car I can never say the damn what name. Or not AW. AFI. AFI. Yeah, there we go. Oh, that makes sense why they muted it. Wow. Well, we still got eight minutes left. <laughs> yeah. It was such an abrupt ending. There's definitely a good aftermath of this, too. Ah, the old taking the risks. Yep. Nothing is as strong as athletic team. Nope. Nothing. Well, then again, if I got beat on by a chain for the last like twenty minutes, I probably would yeah, not be very strong either. Ooh.
No commentary either, huh? Nah. That's fine. I always thought Gabe was a crappy commentator. I like that he has him crucified, too. Ah. The very raven thing. Raven was uh, famously sober at this point. Alcohol abuse. <laughs> well, it's only Budweiser, so it's not really. Yeah. <laughs> and look who comes to save him. So Dreamer was still contracted to uh, WWE at this time, too. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I don't know how they made that happen, but that was amazing. I mean, I thought it was fascinating, too, when they brought Dreamer back years later. And he was coming out and wearing like, his House of Glory shirts and stuff like that. I'm like, That's right, yeah. Oh, wow. They really don't give a fuck, do they? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that was one of his things. He's like, yeah, bring me back. Like, yeah, but, uh, Tommy's wearing a t-shirt, whatever. Yeah. Ah! Ah! And then I don't come back. One of my friends that I went to with this uh, hated ECW chance, but I caught him actually when Dreamer came out chanting ECW. Nice. <laughs> I don't hate ECW chants, but I hate any dub chants. Like, you know. Yeah, me too. Yeah. There's only one dub. And yes, I am talking to the people of ICW Milwaukee. <laughs> Dreamer was probably like the last person you would think would come out too. Yeah. Yeah. Because why? I mean, like, why would he use WWE guy at the time? Like you said, though, this got a lot of eyes on Ring of Honor, though. So that's good. Yeah. Yeah. This really did. Thanks for not spoiling that on this, Brendan. Thank you. <laughs> no problem. Yeah, I saw Tommy Dreamer got pile-drived onto a crown of barbed wire in Milwaukee. Oof. Oof. I think one of the most brutal things I ever saw him get is uh, C.W. Anderson 
spine bustered him onto a backwards table with the legs out. Oh. Yeah. Mm. Like, what, or what? 25 years ago, it still sticks with me. Like, Firecrack is what green. Not the athletic tape. <laughs> Did it end for you guys yet? Yeah. Oh, okay. That was a pretty damn good match. Yeah. Fucking brutal. Yeah, I agree. Um, wow. Man, some like interesting spots in there. Like that, the bleacher spot really messed with me. That That's fucked up. Because I can imagine falling down bleachers like that. Like, oh my God. <laughs> Not a yeah. good spot. Right, even if you're ready for it and you're like, prepping for it, it's like he's going to yank me off these bleachers. Like, uh huh. Yeah, no bueno. Yeah. Oof, that wow. was a fun watchback. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen that one in a in a couple of years. So you have watched it back since you were since you've been there, then, huh? Yeah, yeah. I, I used to own the. Uh, I used to own this one on videotape. Oh. Because I'm that old. Yeah, I'm not sure if Will knows what a video what a videotape is, but <laughs> ask him what beta. I literally is. talked about I, I literally talked about putting a VCR, setting it to record, and having the TV off so you can still record everything. That's how I True. watched wrestling growing up, Tom. <laughs> I, I grew up in the VHS and DVD era. I remember those days. I think Tom had beta. No, we went. Yeah, we were smart. We uh, we went straight VHS. Nice. My babysitter beta. Like my boss, like, oh, it's so much cheaper. Blah blah blah. And the selection. Yeah, I remember that. There's a beta section in you know, and then the VHS section in the in the rental spot. So, <laughs> yeah, that was a wow. Thank you, David. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, that was awesome. Watch back. Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed watching that. It was good. I got to go back and look at some more of that. Like older CM Punk stuff from before I started watching. Cause like, I, th I think I told you this before Tom, like embarrassingly, I don't think I knew that there was wrestling outside of WWE until around 2012. Yep. Like I, I knew that WCW existed as a competitor. I knew the ECW existed as uh, like a grungy alternative. Cause I watched those as a kid, but like I had no idea that independent wrestling was a thing. So like, I didn't find out, about independent wrestling until I went to my first uh, 
Ring of Honor show in 2012. Nice. What show was that? Nice. Um, man, I'd have to look it up. I've looked it up before. It was uh, like something to do with fire and ice. Um, and what was it called? It was in December of 2012, I think. It, it wasn't like a pay-per-view or anything. It was a... Um, house show? Yeah, it was like a house show or like a TV recording or something along those lines. Yeah, it might have been 2014. Like, uh, I was I was the same way, too. I mean, I, said I was out of wrestling. Gosh, I probably fell out completely probably by 05, and I didn't get back till 15. Uh, hmm. You know, I heard kind of rumblings, but I, you know, I did I had cable, but I didn't have internet in my house, so... I mean, you couldn't find any of this shit, you know, unless it was coming to your area. And I wasn't going to local shows much back then. Like I just, I didn't had realized that any of these any local shows would, you know, produce anybody. But yeah, wow, that was a lot of fun. That so, was. Yeah, and, and the library's out there. Hopefully, you know, the the fake TK can start adding shit. So. A lot of people thought this was going to be like the big blow off for them, and you know, it wasn't. They had two more matches too, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, the two, the House of Horrors uh, match, and then the uh, the cage match a couple of months or in November. Is the cage match any good? Yeah, that one was real good. That one, uh, funny enough, I won. Uh, I won a pair of tickets off of. Uh, I want to say it was like one wrestling.com contest because it was right in Connecticut and me and my friend drove up uh Friday night to watch that. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's, okay, uh... so I, I found that um Ring of Honor show that I went to. Um so it was recorded on August 9th, 2014. Okay. Um at the National Guard Armory in Philadelphia. Uh it was Sumi Sakai and Veda Scott. That's cool. Um, the Briscoes versus War Machine. Cool. Uh, Moose and R.D. Evans uh, versus Adam Page and Tadarius Thomas. Uh, and the main event was the main event was uh, Michael Elgin versus Cedric Alexander for the ROH World Title. Oh wow! Yeah, that was my first ever wrestling show of any kind. Oh shit! Death Before Dishonor. In 2014, was in Milwaukee. Yeah, yeah, we've had this conversation before. Like, definitely, I remember it. <laughs> Michael Bennett's bachelor party. Yeah, shit, doesn't look like that show was on. So you said it was August 2014. Yeah, it was. It was recorded August 9th, but it was for the TV episode that aired on August 30th. Is what uh, this pro wrestling wiki says. Okay. It would. It would have been episode 154. We're not that far away from that. We're a little, you know. We're getting there. Yeah. yeah. Where were you sitting? Uh, I had front row because my friend, who used to go, who I used to go with at that time, um, he always grabbed front row for Ring of Honor and for nice uh, for CZW. I think he had second row. Like front row was like super prestigious at Ring at um, CZW apparently. Yeah. And. Uh, he only ever was able to get second row there, but yeah, for that Ring of Honor show, we were front row. Did you go to what... uh, you go to CZW at the Skate Zone? 
back then? Yeah, I went there for every show between December 2014 and December 2015. I went to all 12 shows. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Did you go to the uh, the Onita show? No, I don't think so. No. Oh, that's the one CZW show I ever attended. Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, it was always fun. Yeah, your TV episode's got an awesome picture of Raymond Roll right on the front of it. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because Raymond Roll and uh, actually um, Hanson's actually just Todd Hanson, so they're just starting to pop up in Ring of Honor, what Will and I are watching right now, so. Interesting. Raymond Rowe has the greatest smile in wrestling, I think, too. These guys are so underutilized. <laughs> Yeah, Will and I talked about it in the episode. I, I mean, I you never want anyone to get fired, but I wish they would have let Cedric Alexander go. Not one of the, what was it, about 20, 20 people today. Yeah, it's like, man. But, you know, I hopefully Mustafa Ali, maybe he'll be the best Super Juniors next year. So That would be, uh, that would be pretty cool. Yeah. But yeah, that was brutal. I mean, boys, match is probably what eighteen minutes total. Probably, you guys think about that around, yeah, yeah. Tommy Dreamer. So that probably was the main event, I'd assume, right? No, no, main event was uh, Paul London versus Samoa Joe, and it was Paul <laughs> London's last ROH match before he went to WWE. Oh wow! Yeah, they always put the they pretty much always put the world the title. world title on last. I mean, it's how it should be, but you know, I agree. logistically, it's tough to clean up. You know, right. yeah, yeah. London was cool afterwards. He legit walked around and shook everybody's hand in the front row, and whoever was just like standing up there at that point. That's cool. Yeah, it was really cool of him. He's been making some spot appearances here in Chicago too. Oh, that's awesome. He's looking a little old though. He is. Yeah, I saw he's <laughs> looking old gray. No, but, uh, well, gentlemen, uh, any any final thoughts? Obviously, David, thank you. That was awesome. Um, well, yes. That that beginning spot of Punk running away and then being <laughs> over the ring, I thought that was a nice touch. Yeah, it was. You know, it's a good story. Obviously, you know, like, you can't run away, motherfucker. Um, yeah, that yeah I mean, it's, it's also, like, just classic, like, chicken shit heel, like, uh, behavior of him just like crapping all over the crowd before the match even started. And then the moment the dog collar is laid in front of him, he's outside of the ring, grabs the mic. Oh, we don't really need that. Do we? We can just do a street fight. Yeah. It was uh, it, a, white... a cool spot. Like, like you said, chicken shit heel. That's what he normally would do is run away. Except right. it gets over right away. Hey, this is a dog collar match. You can't know where to run. Yeah. yeah I, was, I thought that was great. Yeah, that was uh, that was fun. It definitely a match on my to do list. So thank you for crossing that off. So yeah, yeah. Will you got any thoughts there, my friend? My computer just bounced it back. So was that was that me? Are you talking to me? <laughs> I, am, <laughs> I am talking to you. Yeah. Like, I'm still kind of reeling from how abrupt the end of the match felt. Like I still feel like right. I should be like, watching more of the match. Yeah. Yeah, like with the, with Paul Turner being knocked out, and then yeah, it did end a, a little abruptly, but it's a canary. You know, it's it's always cool to get a little slice, 
little slice of the history, watch a watch a classic. Because it's some it's a match that I was that I've been aware of, but nothing I've ever gone out of my way to watch. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I've seen like stills from it, from like magazines and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But they definitely show clips in WWE of that match too, or like a quick, uh, maybe not like clips, but like pictures from it. I know they showed it on the Punk documentary. Wow. I watched that years ago, back, no, back when those were all on Netflix. And how about them having the fucking, uh, that big Pepsi sign, though? Right. I mean, that's probably just a coincidence, but... It's gotta be, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, there is a, a second where he's standing there. And the crowd is chanting, shut the fuck up at him. And he's just kind of like, his Pepsi tattoo is real prominent, and the Pepsi banner is prominent over his shoulder. It's a great shot. Hopefully so. Hopefully there's like a still of that. So someone got a picture of that someday. So, I mean, it's on YouTube. I can grab a still of it after this. Because I, I literally remember looking at it and thinking, wow, that's a great shot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um Wait, so we're we're divided, so we got two team Pepsi's and two team Cokes. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely on Team Pepsi. Okay. I mean I don't drink uh soda I haven't drank soda in about a month, but That's good. if I did it would be I'll Pepsi. drink whatever's in front of me. Kitty, <laughs> <laughs> how you doing, buddy? She's cute. She wanted to come say hi. Oh, now she does she does not want to be here. Okay. She's gone. You're a pretty kitty. I mean, I feel like at the end of the day, I've got to say I'm Team Pepsi because Pepsi has Mountain Dew. So, yeah. Well, I've I, never... I lean towards Coke, but Mountain Dew trumps all. Yeah. Fair. Yeah, Pepsi I've... also has a. They have a flavor of vanilla Pepsi, that is yeah. uh, very very tasty. It's like drinking a vanilla or like a soda float. Uh, yeah. Have you had the the nitro Pepsi yet? Yeah, yeah, I had that. Yeah, it's, it's really good. That took a while to drink. Like, yeah. I, I felt like it's that was thick. so heavy. Uh huh. It is. I don't drink That's a lot, good. but the way I look at it, I've never seen a Pepsi used to clean battery acid off of a car battery. So, <laughs> I have seen Coca Cola used for that very purpose. I saw that. I'm like, I'm not ever drinking uh, Coca Cola ever again. So <laughs> it's all about Tad, baby. And also, Coca Cola is banned in Bolivia because the president of Bolivia calls what he calls it the, the Black Death Water of American Imperialism or something like that. <laughs> what a great name! Yeah. Sounds about right. I have to, I have to find the, that actual. He's quote. not wrong. No, I mean, I'd put that on the branding. Yeah. <laughs> um, Put yeah. that on a T-shirt. Always fresh, always imperialistic. Yeah. But uh, well, gentlemen, uh, any any final thoughts here before we pull uh, the train to the real station? And we'll probably talk for twenty minutes, you know, more after I said that. But watch this match. Yeah. Watch the whole. Uh, you know, this card as a whole was a hell of a hell of a card. So if you can... as a whole, yeah, as a whole. <laughs> Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This had a this whole card had a had a whole bunch of bangers on it. So, 
Yeah, Samoa Joe, Paul London, you really can't go wrong. Yeah, that was great. They had a uh, four-way of, uh, who was it? It was uh, Homicide, BJ Whitmer, Danny Moff, and Cole Cabana. That was really good. Uh, a bunch of other stuff. But it was uh, it was very entertaining. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, David, great pick, my friend. So thank you Definitely. so much for doing this with us. Yeah. So Yeah, it was really fun. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I think we're actually going to pull a train in the station here. Uh, but obviously, follow Will on all the socials here, tag on it, and follow Brundon. Um, Davis, you're not much on the Twitter machine anymore, right? No, I I use it for a week or two sometimes, and then I'm just done. I just I've never liked Twitter. So you're on the Instagram. This is Bauerhausen X, right? Uh, Bauerhausen TX on Instagram. Yeah. TX being in tech. Texas. Yeah. Did you switch? Yeah. That? Somebody. Some German lady has Bauerhausen and she won't give it to me. So I had to put something new in the name to add on. And there's a bunch of hardcore bands it's like, I like it's from like Texas. When a band puts, it's like when a band puts BC or something like that at the end of their name yeah. because they can't yeah, yeah. use the actual name. <laughs> there's a few. Like there's one that I like, a band called Unity, but there's another band called Unity. So they're Unity TX. And that's where I got the idea. <laughs> yep. I wonder where, what does the AD stand for when bands do that? After death. Well, I yeah, know. I would think so. <laughs> yeah, because like there's entombed and there's a to- entombed AD. There's a couple yeah. of thing, but I like the TX thing. So, all right. Well, um, I will track down your Instagram and I'll put there first thing, get some followers. I'm not on the Instagram much, uh, but make sure you are following the Bauerhausen and uh, hopefully 90s Nostalgia Hour comes back. Um, I understand the hiatus, obviously, uh, for those yeah. that don't know. Um, but just know that you do have um, three fans here, David, um, of your podcast. So and make sure you tell SJ that. So, yeah, I will very much appreciate and it. And Eric, I know we forgot to mention Eric, and I don't want Eric to get upset. <laughs> and Eric also, so, but uh, yeah, we'll talk to everybody later, everybody. So, thanks again, gentlemen. Bye. Good night. This has been a Visionaries Global Media production. Visionaries Global Media. Envisioning excellence on a global scale.